It's Superhero, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. It is now uh, a day before, basically, the Thanksgiving Eve. Come on, kitty. Come on. I'm trying to get out of here. It's a uh, day before Thanksgiving Eve. I'll be back. I'll be back. Thanks, uh, uh, the day before... Thanksgiving Eve, yes, 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 2018. I don't know why in my brain I, it, I want to keep jumping to 2019. I don't know why I want to keep doing that. But for some reason, something in my brain wants to keep putting 2019. Uh, when I put down, when I write out the dates on things, uh, it's going to be a good one, as I've, I may have previously stated. One of my best friends, Jeremy, unless I can talk him out of it, unless I can talk him into, uh, if I could persuade him into renting a house with my sister and I and all the cats, <laughs> um, He's, you know, unless I can kind of entice him with that idea, I think he's moving back to Chicago, or he's thinking, oh man, here we have a homeless person. Oh man, day before Thanksgiving, we got folks sleeping on the streets. So, yeah. So yeah, he's he's moving because my buddy Andy has to move back to Chicago. Uh, he has to move back to Chicago to help out his dad. His dad is very sick, so he's going to go out there and help out. Jeremy lives over there. And as a result, since he lives at the house, the house is getting sold. Jeremy has to go someplace. And that seemed to be like the best option for him. He's my fellow collaborator. Very witty, very wise. Let, let, speaking of wise, let this be a word to the wise. And this is actually a good... I think this is actually a good... tie-in with thanksgiving and being thankful is really look around at the friends and family that that you have right now and think about all the projects the creations think about all that stuff that you want to do with these folks Maybe you want to form a band. Maybe you want to paint together. I would suggest do that as soon as possible. In fact, strike as close to when the iron is hot as you can. As they say, when the iron's hot, that's when you can bend it. That's when you can twist it around, sculpt it, shape it. When it's iron that is completely just 
iron. You can't. It's, it's, it's there, you know, immovable. Strike is close to when the iron is hot. The reason why I say this is that Jeremy is an extraordinary writer. And a wonderful Imagineer. So is Andy. And for these guys to be moving back, it's... I, I always had this idea of want, you know, writing screenplays with Jeremy and getting them out there, making movies with Jeremy. Well, and Andy, too. Now, this isn't to say that I'll never see them again. I mean, I hardly make it out to Chicago. It's not to say I'll never see them again or never collaborate with them. In fact, that would be silly of me to have that kind of limiting belief system and to choose to have that be that way. It's interesting. I, as I'm thinking about this, there, there's some weird... Folks are addicted to pleasure like they are to pain. Or to pain like they are to pleasure. That's why you got people who pay others to spank them and uh, cut them up and ugh, time up uh, in very painful ways. So there's this, uh, those, uh, what are they, what, the, the, is it adrenaline that's released? Is it endorphins? I am definitely not a scientist by any means and have no place in utilizing this language unless I absolutely know what it is. However, let's just insert the technical term there, the appropriate technical term and realize that there's, there's a certain vibe that excitement, so to speak, uh, an addiction that can happen when, um, let's say, when playing a victim role, there can be that addiction to wanting to complain about stuff, the addiction to wanting to um, uh, feeling bad about something, being down in the dumps about something. Um, it's like, I think sometimes there's that, that addiction to, you know, like sentimentality. That idea of like, being in that state of going, oh, things aren't the way they used to be. I wish it was this thing. Things are not as good as they used to be. They used to be like this, and now they've turned into this, and now blah, 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 blah. And there's a big comparison now, list of comparisons now that are going on. And um, just as much as there can be that, that excitement of moving forward, of in exploring new horizons, seeing what else is out there, rather than re-exploring the same old territory and perhaps living with regrets or thinking out different ways in which it, it could have worked. So, having said that, there's no reason for me to get down in the dumps about this. Do I regret not hanging out them more? Absolutely. That just means that I've got to do that 
now? Well, I can. There's a man who's pulling out with his car. It kind of looks like a DeLorean. And the man uh, who's driving inside kind of looks like an older Johnny Depp. Cowboy hat on, black sunglasses, short, grayish hair. It looked like Johnny Depp in disguise, to be honest with you. Huh, interesting. So, strike when the iron's hot, folks. If there are people you want to work with, collaborate with, do it as soon as you can. More on this later. Here's your fun fact. The world-famous Hollywood sign was put in place in 1923 by a real estate developer. Originally meant to stay in place for only 18 months to advertise properties, it originally read Hollywood Land. The sign remained in place long after it was intended to. And in 1949, the word land was removed. Stay tuned for to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. This plays through their eyes in a brand new way? Yeah. So, um, okay, here, let me, let me sit here next to you. All right, so, um, okay, so where, what, what's your name? Hey, my name is Alyssa Flowers. And you moved out here from, uh... Memphis, Tennessee. And what brought yeah. you out here? Um... Well, I, I wanted to leave Memphis because my son's out there. I kept getting robbed. You know, Memphis is Memphis, you know. But I came out here because the people that I know that have made their way out here are all, like, some of the greatest people that I know. Like, they came from nothing, like, from Memphis, from where I came from nothing, too, and, like, built their way up to writing for Chris Brown and Usher and being fashion designer and photographer that lives on Hollywood Boulevard. You know, like, I just have really good people who like I look up to personally that made their way out here and I'm a singer and a dancer and an actress and I'm all a little bit I'm a songwriter and it's just like the place for me to be it's fantastic yeah what, what do you have music out there that anybody can listen I to? I haven't released anything because God told me not to I got struck by lightning this year what dead ass have you heard of Bonnaroo uh, yes, yes. At Bonner. You were there, and you were struck by lightning? On that Sunday, the last day, that Sunday morning at 1030 in the morning, church what time. What the heck? I dead ass, literally, I stole an umbrella from the Jesus tent. Uh-oh. And I got struck by lightning five steps later. Oh, by that, oh. From that umbrella. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, not what? oh, your God. Oh, your gosh. What, 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 what the heck? <laughs> well, what the heck? What is that, what is that experience like? Oh, God. That's a whole nother podcast. Um... What, did, you, did you come across visions? Did you have... I mean, yeah. Okay, you see the scar on my leg? Yeah? Is I that broke, from it? No. That happened when I was 15, and I lost my pulse for 12 seconds during this experience during one of my surgeries. And so I know what it feels like to lose your pulse. And when I got struck by lightning, I know that it happened for a fact. My best friend, my goddaughter, and my grandfather all passed away that same year. Like, within a year right before the first one. Oh my gosh. And I felt all three of them. Like I saw all three of them, felt all three of them when I got struck. And it was just like random because I wasn't thinking about them at the time. But So they you, you they did they, did you feel that they were greeting you? Did we I, wave my the, best friend like, hugged me and smiled at me. My goddaughter, like I felt her energy. Like, you know, she didn't say anything. She was three days old and she passed. So she couldn't say anything. I just felt her energy and her like that abundance of love. And then my grandfather, he said, something little boy. Like, 
something little boy like you ain't ready to die yet little boy he calls me little boy and it's funny because the first time I lost my pulse when I was 15 my other grandfather died the same day that I that I broke my leg I lost my pulse the next day but no one told me he passed away yet oh my god but my grandfather spoke to me like while I lost my pulse and I didn't even know he was dead yet whoa isn't that crazy so in that in that moment he, it, do you think it was that 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 same moment that he like I think passed? he knew I think he knew because like I feel like whenever you pass you have like you're all-knowing you know like God is and whenever I broke my leg and he had passed that day two hours before I think he just hadn't like like crossed over yet you know like but I feel like he was waiting for me to pass so he could be there with me before he, oh my like, moved on. This is incredible. Isn't so it was crazy? struck by lightning, and you... I mean, this is just crazy that I happen to be wearing this Memphis shirt. So what's so interesting yeah. is that... And it's Memphis, got Egypt, Egypt and on it. And that's what Memphis Thoth, I think there's after, Thoth over there. Because this is where the original slave trade began was in Memphis, Egypt. And that's why they named Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's astounding that I... Ha- okay, so my buddy... Um, so beautiful. I'm in, a, I'm in a band, and my buddy gave me this shirt. He goes, this is a shirt that I think... I just had this feeling I needed to, to give to. I've held on to it all these years, and I just didn't... I, this I, is why. I rarely wear it. And he goes, but I, you know what? I think I need to give this to you. So he gave it to me. This is basically the first day I wore it because today is laundry day. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's bigger. You know, I just don't wear like big clothes normally. Then you just happen to look, open up the door. Right. And as I was walking right. down, and now all of a sudden I learned that you're from Memphis. So, I mean, this is incredible. And the fact that you, you were struck by lightning. I mean, this is, this is why did, your friend gave you this shirt. Yes. I cannot wait to tell him the story. That's David, great. if you're listening to this uh, podcast, you, you know who we're, we're talking about you and, and the shirt hey, you David. gave me. Hey, David. Oh my goodness. <laughs> See, okay. So when you're struck by lightning, did you, did what what was the next thing? Did someone take you to the hospital? Did you just oh, wake God. wake up and get up? Did you? What the <laughs> no. heck happens after? So that? I got dropped off at Bonnaroo because I I was living in Nashville. It's an hour away from Bonnaroo, so I got dropped off there because my two best friends from Memphis were there, and like I needed to see them. Like out of anybody in the whole world, they deserved to be at Bonnaroo. Like I really wanted to see them, so I got dropped off. I get there, I sneak into Bonnaroo, okay, and then. Her phone dies, and I'm in Bonnaroo searching for her from midnight until I found her at 2 in the afternoon the next day. Oh, my gosh. And, um, yeah, so I was looking for her when I got struck by lightning. And so when I got struck, I instantly, it electrocuted me, obviously. Like, I'm holding the umbrella that it struck, and it wrapped around my arm. And I'm like, Zzz. the umbrella wrapped around. No, the oh, lightning oh, oh. bolt wrapped around oh, my arm. Oh my gosh! Could you could you actually see this thing? As yeah, I heard it. It was the loud, obvious. If, it's, if it hits you, it's going to be the loudest one you've ever heard in your life, right? I bet, because so, I'm imagining those electricity wires. Like, I, when you go in and you hear the zzz, I can only imagine what that's like inside your own skull when you hear that. I, yeah, I heard this boom, and I, like a crack, and I looked up, holding the umbrella, and there's two people, two strangers, like, under the umbrella with me. I don't remember either what? of their names. Yeah. And what they Did literally had, they had time to duck down because like, but when I got struck, they were halfway like to the ground ducking down. Cause I heard it crack and I looked up 
because I heard it and it was so it was the loudest thing I'd ever heard. And I looked up and I saw it what? form. I saw it go from one cloud to another what? and then zip down and hit my umbrella. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And that half a second, I remember three hours worth of shit that happened in that half a second. And Anyway, so I didn't fall down. So you, or felt, any- you felt you were like within a, a three-hour time yes. span within that? Yeah. It was a time warp. And then I didn't fall down or anything, but I had like a vision that I was on the ground and there were people all around me. So it never happened. But as soon as it was over, I dropped the umbrella, left it in the field. I never even... I looked at it one time after I ran back to the Jesus tent. And I looked at it and it gave me so much anxiety. <laughs> that I never looked at it again. I don't know what happened to that umbrella. Like, it disappeared. My phone was dead the whole time, too. So Hold on a second. So you were struck by lightning and and, and yet still were, were standing there? Yeah. You, you, I didn't this did fall. Not, not, the, the, this is, like, I insane. I didn't fall. I know. You, you, I you stood there feel... and just took the, the, the lightning bolts? Look, God loves me. Like, he loves everybody, but... He chose me to do some shit for him. And, like, he gave me superpowers. <laughs> and lightning literally can't give you superpowers. Not, like, superpowers. Like, I can't spidey well, I web can shit. I but mean, goodness. But. Holy cow. There's. I read research about it. after. Okay, so I didn't tell you what happened after. So I ran back oh, yeah, to the yeah. Jesus tent. And a bunch of people were asking me, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because if I would have said no, I would have died. And I think oh, I God. know that. Oh, my God. I think oh, I really oh. still. I. It hurt that bad that I, oh. in that moment, I knew if I said, no, I'm not okay, I would have died. So I kept telling everybody, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. People oh, saw sh- it. People saw me have, saw it happen, and I wonder if the person... This is, like, newsworthy. Like, this is something that I cannot believe this, or, or was it? I mean, this is something... It never made it to the news. woman gets struck by lightning never at Bonnaroo. It, it never made it to the news. <laughs> but what the I want to have, I want to have, like, a movie about it one day. Yeah, absolutely. Like this, somebody interviewing me about it. But anyway, so then um, this one guy was sitting at the table with me, and he's the only one that didn't ask if I was okay. He was just making sure I was okay, like, watching me. And then finally I looked at him, and he was the only person that didn't talk to me. So I was like, do you have a phone I could borrow, please? I need to call somebody. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I was yes. about lightning. And I'm, like, still shaking, like, uncontrollably. My whole body shook like this for two weeks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then... Anyways, he was like, yeah, I have a phone charger. If you need to charge your phone at the tent, my sister is there. You can take a nap. She'll be there, so it's cool. So I went there and, like, took a two-hour nap. And, like, I don't know if I should have gone to sleep after that, but I couldn't stand up anymore. I thought I was, like, going to pass out. Whoa. So I took a two-hour nap, charged my phone, and then I finally woke up at 2, called my friend, and she was, like, in the tent, like, one row over from me. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. she was right next right next to you, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and then I've met, I didn't know anyone at the time who saw me. Like, I didn't know anybody at all. I was with strangers, but since it happened, I've met four people personally who saw me get struck by lightning. My friend makes festy heads for Marshmallow. So he met, you know Marshmallow? No. He's an artist. Oh, oh, And he wears this Marshmallow helmet. Oh, I have seen that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my friend makes helmets for his shows, and they have designs on them and stuff. Wow. And so, anyways, I met him through a friend. It was my friend's roommate. I met him, and then she moved out, and I stayed with him for a little while in his extra room. And um, 
he and he was up so he was up Bonnaroo selling the Fessy heads and all of his friends were there promoting the Fessy heads and two of his friends that I met saw me get struck by lightning I don't even remember where I met one of the other people who saw me get struck but another one I don't remember where I met them but they told me that they were in the Jesus tent sitting there watching me and saw it happen did anyone rush over to see if you were okay or anything? No, I ran back to the Jesus tent, and then everyone came around me. And it was just overwhelming. Oh, God. It was overwhelming. I mean, the fact that you were right there next to the Jesus tent. That I stole an umbrella from the Jesus tent. And, like, ten seconds before, they were asking me, Do you know God is your Lord and Savior? And I'm like, Psh, Why are you here asking people that? You know we're here to have fun, and we're, like, you know, a little ditzy right now, you know? <laughs> like... I'm just here because it's raining and you have donuts and free water. So I'm like being a total dick. And I stole an umbrella and then I got struck by lightning and it changed my life for the better. Oh my goodness. For two weeks, I thought that it was, I was like going to die. I thought it was the, I thought that God hated me and that I was chosen to be his least favorite on this planet. But then I just realized that he loves me that much more, that he whooped my ass personally. You know, that was like a parent God whooping. <laughs> What okay? So what? What kind of since that uh, occurred? What kinds? What kind of extra sensory perceptions have you found yourself uh, being able to use? Okay, so I've always had friends who have had anxiety my whole life, and like I never know what that felt like because I've never had anxiety ever. I've always been chill, like you know. Well, I had crippling anxiety. Like, from the second it happened for two weeks straight, I couldn't stop shaking. I went to the hospital. Okay, so a day and a half after I got struck, because I finally got a ride back to my dad's house in Nashville. And he was like, he rubbed my back till I fell asleep. He was like, you don't need to go to the hospital right now. Like, you're not well enough to go to the hospital right now. Whoa. So I went to sleep. I woke up and went to the hospital. And they didn't believe me at all. And where, what was the question? <laughs> Well, what, what kind of like extra sensory? Oh, so I had, so it just gave me like crippling anxiety. It was so terrifying. And then finally it switched over to like anxiety. I have anxiety because I'm overwhelmed with happiness and joy and motivation to do shit. Like, I have a son. One day I'm going to be able to tell him this story. He's going to be like, my mom is the shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it really just, it flipped the switch completely. It went from, like, crippling anxiety to, like, I have anxiety now every day. And it's just, like, overwhelming. Like, I have to get this done. I need to do this because I have to achieve something now. Like, I'm not lazy anymore. Like, I fucking... I moved to Atlanta, moved back to Nashville, moved to Memphis, went to New York, and then came here since it happened. And I haven't traveled in, like, I don't know how long. Like, it just, like, gave me the will to live, like... I love it. So have you found yourself to be more daring? You know, what others might deem as something daring, do you feel that you're just more sort of following your heart now? Absolutely. I'm going to give you an example because um, whenever I decided I was going to move out here... And what my goal date was, I didn't have a dollar. Oh. I quit serving tables. Like, I quit being a waitress because I wanted to do something that was more for me. So I started, I was a stagehand and a production assistant oh, cool. for a little while. And it didn't make me shit money. Like, it just gave me gas and barely enough food to survive, you know? Like, 
But I was okay with that because I was doing something I wanted. I decided I want to move out here to have a dollar. Ended up going to the hospital because after effects of the lightning, I was in the hospital for a week. Oh, my goodness. And when I got out, and I was supposed to start my job that day. So, like, I missed out on a money opportunity. And when I got out of the hospital... I realized, like, the people in Atlanta, like, were not there for me at all. And I was like, I don't want to be out here anymore. So I went back to Nashville without a dime. And then I got there, and I was about to start just working somewhere that was walking distance just so I could get some money in my pocket. And then my friend was like, hey, we're going to New York. You want to come with? Nobody in their right mind would go to New York without a dollar in their oh pocket. But you know what? That was a month ago, and I... Wait, a month ago? Yeah. You were in, in New York. Oh, oh my God. This and we drove. And we drove the whole already. way. We spent what? 60 hours in a car within a week. Oh, my goodness. And then, anyways, so we um, we went out there, and nobody would have done that without a dollar in their right mind, but I did it. And everywhere I went, I had a money opportunity. This, the day I came to L.A., I got a job. Like, modeling my hair amazing and then I started doing hair and makeup for a pageant I have never done anyone's hair or makeup besides my own <laughs> so you just said okay, you know like we go We're gonna... I think me taking that leap yeah that now like the universe is giving back to me for doing something so daring yeah 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 it's yeah. rewarding you for giving yourself the gift of, of, of testing it out and and uh yeah and following that explore, you know, exploratory nature. God, that's yep. so cool. Yep, and then cool. yesterday I started my job, my real job. Started my job yesterday, and I move in. I met my new roommate yesterday, and I move into my place a week from today. Oh, my gosh. In Glendale. And I have my own room, bathroom, walk-in closet. That's great. Yes, and it's only 500 a month. I can't even, what? I can't even get. You got to be kidding I me. I can't even get that rent in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm what paying the heck? 500 a month for my own bedroom, I didn't bathroom, and walk-in closet. I didn't even realize that places like that even existed. Yeah. That that. Cheap. And and the person I'm rooming with, he said that me needing a roommate was a blessing for him because he couldn't afford the whole thing on his own. And and he it was such a good deal, he did not want to let go of that spot. Oh, those were two f- flies fucking on your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Nature just consummated their relationship. They right there. did, right yeah. there on the tip of the ground. Like, <laughs> hey, do you know where I can buy a black bow tie? I need it for work. <laughs> oh, do you? Um, so you oh, want on your channel, know where to get a black bow tie. I know there's... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail if you know where... To, at gmail.com if you know where to get a black bow tie. I know there's one, like... there are, <laughs> I know there's one bow tie around the corner. No, there's a... Uh, like, uh, <laughs> Like a thrift store kind of, zip, zip, kind of around the corner. Okay, over there. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I gotta have that. I work at four, and I work at a twenty-four hour diner now. So like, I'm working tonight. I'm working a normal shift, but the next like two weeks, I'm working like nine p.m. to five a.m. So you're gonna meet uh, quite a lot of interesting people. Oh yeah, because those are when the weirdos come in. Is after dark. And a lot of the thinkers, thing. yeah, a lot of a lot of the folks who. Uh, uh, are the go-getters, the people who are, like you were saying, filled with that anxiety, that excitement of creating things. They just yeah. can't go to sleep. They're too excited to exactly. create what they're creating. They're like, I can't go to sleep now. I just, I got this idea I'm creating. That happened to me too. I had that, I had that already, but, but now I have that some days. And then some days, like I learned that I have to sleep. Like, I'm just like, yeah, like, I don't know. I grew up from the lightning. It's weird. Like I feel like an 80 year old woman in a 22 year old's body. 
Did you happen to come across any... So within that... You were talking about that three-hour time span. Yeah. That you felt in your brain and you, and, you, and, you, and you came across your loved ones who had passed. What else did you experience during that time? Did you experience any past lives, future lives, any... Uh, did you travel to Saturn, for instance? Okay. So it's kind of like pictures, like like a flip book mm, of right. pictures. It's weird. And the first one was, strangely enough, sunsets. Just a bunch of sunsets. And then I did an acid not too long ago. And when I did it, God showed me every sunset. Wait, and what was this, did you just say? Acid. And it showed you all of the sunsets? LSD. <laughs> yeah, it, show, it literally... A lot of the brilliant minds have... The LSD opens up the portals, I doors think, of perception. Yeah, and I think because I got struck by lightning, and then I did that, and it opened that, like... And, and I've passed twice now. Like, for one, I know for sure, and then the other one, I know for sure. So, like... I really feel like I saw every single sunset that God's ever created. Oh, wow. And, like, it felt like I was sitting there while he was painting them. Wow. Yeah, and then, like, I also, like, was just swarming around the world, like, as an air bubble, like, just in the air, like, everywhere. Wow. And... How did you feel during that time? It kind of felt like... I don't know what it feels like to not be alive, but... It kind of felt like what I now think of, like, when people pass. Like, I feel like their energy is just roaming the world and roaming the universe. And it's free and it's whatever it wants to be. It was, like, kind of like a spruce of freedom. Wow. Like, it was not because I was, like, stuck to the umbrella. Mm. You know, like, when you're electrocuted, you can't let go of what you're holding Mm. on to. I was stuck to it, but I was, like, like, it was, like... When it happened, it was horrible. But, like, I couldn't grasp everything that I experienced until, like, weeks after. You know, like, I had to think about it for weeks. And... And just would more pictures kind of filter yeah. into you? Yeah. Not... It's, like, not even more pictures. It's just, like, I saw this, and now I know the meaning behind that. You know, like, I saw every picture. But, like, now I know the fucking meaning behind it. It's really crazy. Yeah. Have you been writing this stuff down? No. I've been, like, too busy exploring life to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to write it down. Like, I think I'm going to have to do a, like, video documentary of it to be able to get my point across. There's no way I could put this in words. Like, people are just going to have to, like, feel me from, like, me telling the story, you know? Yeah. Because... There's no way to write this down. Oh my goodness. You could. I mean, this would be, I mean, this in itself would be a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, especially if you don't have time to write it down. That's what I love so much about the podcast is that I'm always using public transportation. So I, you can talk wherever the heck you want and whatever's going on and you're just putting it out there. And it's a great way to document and, and, and archive your own life so your future self have, has something to look back on, like yeah. an Encyclopedia Britannica of like information. Yeah. And plus it, it offers a lot of people to be able to you know to be inspired by that yeah this is refreshing because like i don't have work till four and i was just up there smoking a bowl and just like um wanting to do something but not so this is cool like i'm glad that we're doing a little podcast this is awesome i've always wanted to do one and i haven't before i've done a a podcast of me freestyling like to a song but that's it you know that's cool 
That's cool that you do that. So have you, because uh, you know what, the other great thing too is that, because I, I play music too, and so all the time um, I'll have riff ideas and stuff. So this whole podcast is about the process of creation. It's not necessarily about the, I mean, yes, it's about the genius like of, of finishing the thing, but really it's about uh, just really leaning into the process of the creation and uh, and just having a blast with whatever's coming to you. Even if it's only fragments, I, I put it down because I have no idea how that's going to evolve into something in the future. And plus, I don't know if I'm going to forget it or not, you know. And um, it's a very simple, easy way to document your life as you're as you're walking through life. And also, obviously, to share it with how others. How much was that? How this was a $6 microphone. What? It Where did you get so it? On Amazon? Well. I will show. I will tell you. I will. I'll send you my. Or if you give me your email address, I'll send. I'll send you the exact link that I use. Yes. Oh my God! This is so awesome. Like when I'm in crowds and stuff. When I'm at anywhere, it it, it has such a like a like a like a like a. Yeah, it's a not great, even getting the leaf blower really. Yeah, I mean, like you don't hear bit. it in the background a little bit, but it won't be like this. You know, like it won't be this overpowering yeah. sound. That's awesome. It's a real. I'm so honored to have found this particular microphone. That's I found so cool. another one before too, and it just it's not as good. Is this Bing. <laughs> so how many songs would you say that you've written oh like over 500 really yeah right now I have a binder that's overflowing and it's this big of songs I've not recorded do, do you play instruments too no but I tap dance you tap dance yes. that's incredible I happen to have tap shoes I so do too you have to you have to show me some sure. some they're in my storage unit. I actually tapped at my storage unit the other day. I went up there and that I was like... That must sound great. Echoing through the hallways, right? so cool. And then, do you know the song Sweet Georgia Brown? Oh, God. Wait, Ray Charles? Or no, not? it's a... Well, the version that I know is a girl. It might be Ray Charles. Oh. But anyways, like I sing that song and tap at the same time and I love it. I love it. Were you it. listening to it in your storage facility? Were you playing it in there? No, I was just singing it. Oh, and, you were singing it? Yeah. Singing and dancing. You were your own percussion. Yep. I'm that a, is I'm a fantastic. Song. Now, so, so you so you have all these songs, and what what what's your idea of? Do you want to uh, have people create those songs in, into their song music? Or oh shit, you asked me a question, and that, that's when we started talking about the lightning, and it had to do with that. Um, like what? Like when am I going to release? Or oh yeah, why haven't oh, I? Yeah. Um, and I just want to wait until like. I have more songs than I want to put out at once. Like, if I want to put out eight songs for my first album, I want to have 16 songs ready to go. Well, it sounds like you had 500. Yeah, they are not recorded because, like I said, I've been broke as hell. And um, I haven't, like, had studio time. I've had it offered to me, but, like, under circumstances that weren't comfortable, you know? And I'm not that person. I'm not ever... I also... The reason I do what I do, the reason, like, I am trying to be a dancer, singer, actress, model, whatever, because um, all these kids and babies in the world that are growing up, and, like, we don't know what their world is going to be like, but, like, if somebody positive has fame like I don't really necessarily want fame but like I that's one of the tools that I need to touch as many lives as I want to like and I can do it too and I've known something like I feel like when I was three years old I knew I was gonna get struck by lightning I just knew that that was me like I'm that type of person that's gonna go out and get struck by lightning I'm that type of person that's gonna make it you know my mom didn't even believe in me for so long 
she believes in me now. Shout out to my mama. But she didn't for so long. And, like, for so long I wanted to prove to her that I could do it, which failed me every time. But now, like, I want to prove... I've proven to myself that I can do it. Now I just want to do it. There's so many kids out there that need to be touched. You know, like, there's some people out there, um, like, Tori Kelly, like, just one off the top of my head. Like, she... I have never seen her do anything negative, say anything negative. Like, she was on Elmo. My son watches Tori Kelly. She's a great singer. And, like, she's, you know, done good things with her fame, you know? She hasn't yet, you know? I'm not saying she won't, but she hasn't done anything to be looked at in a negative eye, you know? So, like, I just want to do something that's, like, not even that. I don't want to not be looked at negatively. Like, I want to be looked at positively you know not just not negative like I want to be an inspiration for kids I want to be like something that sparks something in them that says oh I can do this because to for me to have that and for people to not believe in me and for me to still have that like it's really it was really hard to get where I am so I want to I want to make make it easier for other people because not everybody's gonna get struck by lightning yeah, you got quite an intriguing story, and I'm so honored that you shared this story with me. I mean, gosh, uh, if I never followed my impulses in 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 uh, tuning in my intuition with synchronicities and coincidences and deja vu and all those beautiful little magical things that the universe gives to us, if I if I if I was not that kind of person, this conversation would probably not be happening right now. Right. So I, it's like it's so it's all because of that. That this is happening because yeah. I'm going, okay, you know what? Uh, since we're here, rather than trying to set up a time to to interview you or whatnot. Right. And I had no idea you were going to give me this treasure trove of information while I sat down to interview you. I had no idea you were going to give me this fucking shirt. I mean, this is incredible. This is incredible, too. I mean, this is just and astounding. My life is based on coincidences and deja vu and weird ass shit that people can't comprehend like my whole life is that every day I feel like that every day yesterday I didn't even know if I was gonna have a place to live and then bam I move in next week <laughs> I love it and I, I love, love my roommate I love my room I love the area like it's 500 a month what you see what I'm saying like yeah. how the hell yeah how the hell it's such a beautiful just imagine how many more of those delicious little nuggets are waiting around the corners, just waiting to go, surprise, surprise. It's yeah. amazing because you, when you build up this oh, reservoir of information, <laughs> oh, nuggets, hooray for nuggets and giblets and well, morsels. I, the other day, actually it was yesterday. It was yesterday, right before that happened. I saw a bunch of homeless people at Burger King and you know, they give, they have 10, 10 nuggets for a dollar mm. and I bought 30 nuggets and I gave it to them. Oh, that is so And then great. that happened. So that, and you said little nuggets oh, are waiting around the corner. It. And that, that is what a nugget is. Oh, my gosh. A nugget oh is a, a blessing. A, a completely unexpected, beautiful surprise that was, oh, wow. See? I told you. These are my favorite kinds of conversations. I, I, I constantly tell people, like, See, if this I could have these anxiety. kinds of conversations, these are the, like, that's what, what I would have all day long if I had my choice. That's where that anxiety comes from. You see? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this greatness? So much more greatness. What am I going to, I can't let it out. Like I can't, I cannot, don't know how to 
express that greatness yet. It's just like in me. And I'm like, ah, this is as far as I go, you know? Like I can Well through your songs, through your writings, you can you can you know But I'm so I'm waiting and I don't know I don't know why I'm waiting, but I know that it's gonna be worth the wait. So that's it. That's why I'm waiting. I just I just know that if I put more thought and more time and everything, I can make my first album as good as my last one will be. Yes, and you know what the thing is, is that um, when we honor that the process of creation, like I, one of the big examples I always use is like when the Beatles come out with an album, and it's funny, it's so funny because just recently they came out another, they came out another remix of 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 the White Album, mm-hmm. and it's five hours and. You hear them joking around in the studio. You hear alternate takes of songs. You hear them, you know, kind of being sloppy and messy with, with creating, you know, their 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 songs. They're talking about stuff, and it's like the, that's beautiful because we get to hear the human aspect of of you know that finished product. Yeah. And so it's so funny because like I'm constantly util- utilizing the the Beatles as an example of like saying, look, everybody, you know, every few years or something, there's another Beatles album where they show like the process of them creating this stuff. And I think there's something fun about going on a journey with with musicians and hearing when they did their demos and it's just their cassette player and they're in their bedroom playing their guitar. And then that, you know, that lo-fi sound, um, like uh, Bright Eyes. There's a guy named Bright Eyes. Yeah, and then... And then, and then you hear them grow through the years and you hear them, you know, oh, now they have more money. Now they can invest in a better microphone or now they can go into a studio. Like, especially in this day and age, now we have GarageBand on our phone. You know, a lot of people have GarageBand on their phones. Um, a free recording thing where you could free, you know, put all these different tracks yeah. on there, which is like so awesome because it, it, at least. song at home Oh my God, free. absolutely. You, you don't have to make a song on your phone. Yes. And you know what? I just got a free phone. You did? Yeah, from the government. How crazy is this? Yeah. I mean, it's a fed phone, but I ain't got nothing to hide. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to hide. <laughs> I'm smoking legal weed. <laughs> this is so cool. Uh, this is, I cannot tell you. Just, uh, this is. One for the books. Absolutely. To, yeah, to, was yesterday Monday or two days ago? I can't remember. Two days ago. Two days ago. Okay, so. I have a version of this as a as a radio show that's in um, Chinatown in Los Angeles, the first and third Monday of every month. So I have it for an hour. I figured, okay, I'll have the radio show on Mondays. People generally hate Mondays. And then I'll do it during a lunch break between 1 and 2 because then I'll give people this sort of media experience that they're not going to get listening to their mainstream stuff. There's just right. no way that they're going to be talking about synchronicities on, what, ABC News or whatever. Uh-huh. So, um, so... Two days ago, I had Mayans, two Mayans in the studio, and they're doing this thing called the Mayan Heart Festival, which is happening December 20th through the 23rd, and it's this special, like, cosmic moment that's happening out in Guatemala near these huge-ass pyramids. And I met these guys, and it was astounding to hear the information that these guys were talking about. I mean, they were talking about how, like, the one guy was brought up in this, I mean, truly, this this Mayan culture, where he was taught all these different Mayan ceremonies, um, um, uh, going to the past, going to the future. I, I mean, there was so much information that I can't even appropriately explain any of it. That's how that's how dense the information was. And it was all about the synchronicities. It was all about all this delicious, beautiful stuff that we're talking about now. And so to have these two wise men in the studio to talk about this stuff, it gave me this like awesome sort of reassurance in the things that I had 
I, I, that that I had discovered and I would I would share with others, you know. Yeah. So to hear these guys go, oh yeah, this is ancient wisdom. This is, and I'm going, oh my gosh, and you could feel the vibration go get higher and higher in that studio. Like I felt like everybody was going to levitate, or the entire building was just going to, you know, like from its foundation and go right. like a rocket into the sky. Wow. It was it was so cool, and that's what happens when you talk about this kind of stuff, right? right. It's it's like it's not. Because you're not speaking within the realm of a, of the matrix. Mm-hmm. You're speaking, out, you're you're speaking about the realm that you know, um, that people drew from to to create this dome, this yeah. matrix. You know, so it's like when you draw from the all that is. Oh my gosh, it can go, uh-huh. and it's so awesome because like, do you notice? That, like, do do you treat? I mean, I'm I'm thinking probably now, especially now since you got struck by lightning. Do you feel that you? Um, have more of a relationship with with the universe than you did before oh my goodness i am the universe i am my own small tiny universe but yeah like i can't i don't look at flowers the same my last name is flowers yeah i don't look at flower yeah right yeah i don't look at them the same like like, they all have feelings, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that before. I was like, oh, they're alive, but they're just, like, plants. But they are, like, their own creatures, you know? And then, like, oh, yeah. Like, they're living and breathing, and if I flick it, it might say ow in its brain, you know? But, like, I feel like the air, the wind that blows is part of the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's it's the universe, like... Like, there's God, I don't know where it came from, but the universe, it landed here, where we are. And, you know, people pass, and people are born, and, like, traumatic things happen, amazing things happen, and all of that, it just keeps circulating and growing. And you can take this, and you can make whatever you want of it. This piece of air right here, this is an experience. Make what you want of it. And... I don't know, I'm just weird, I can't talk about the universe, it just makes me fucking, like, everything is meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. I didn't think that before because, you know, there's so much horrible things that happen. But if you, I think you have to be at one with the universe in order to live your best life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if I didn't realize that everything happens for a reason, I would be stuck in the past. Instead of taking true. those pieces of the universe and turning them into the future. Yes. yes and yes, turning yes, yes. that, the future is already turning into another future. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the future now. And now. Now. You know, it's every moment. Like, I can just run away from you right now if I wanted to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. single blink, and even before that blink, and in between those blinks, is a brand new... It's a right. brand new, yep, 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 brand new reset button. Like they try to, they try to monot- monotonize the like everybody, like, mm. mm-hmm. and I think it's like really cool when people branch away from that yeah. because like I'm not at tu- I'm not at one with the the brainwash and the social media. You know, I'm not at one with all that. Like, like the whole universe is, you know. Not the whole universe, but the majority of it is. It's like brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And they don't think for themselves. I love to think for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know what my thoughts are on. 
that. Like, I, I want to research this shit myself. You know, like, I want to go see Jesus really did resurrect from the dead. You know what I'm saying? It's intriguing because, like, we wouldn't have the Nikola Teslas. We wouldn't have the Albert Einsteins if they were stuck within that that exactly. dome of... Um, the Ben Franklins who, you know, yeah. got struck by lightning. They followed That's their how hearts. he found they electricity their... was through lightning. God. And, you know, and that's, you know, and they're saying that he was like one of the most productive guys of all time. He rarely slept. He slept like in 15 increment, 15 minute increments. And so that's why he was able to write so many things, invent so many things. I mean, that guy, and it sounds very similar to like, look at that, a butterfly. How beautiful is that? Right as we're oh, talking. I have one right here. You have a butterfly. Oh my God. It's just going to keep amplifying and amplifying I know, and amplifying. I'm going to smoke this bowl and get ready for work. <laughs> or else it'll just, or else we're going to end up skipping down the beach together. Oh, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it's so cool how it all is what it is that you make it, huh? Yeah. Isn't it funny? We, like a lot of the cliches that we hear, there's a reason why those things are cliches because someone went through this whole process and they, and they were able to kind of boil it down to that one, we're talking about nuggets, they're able to boil it down to that <laughs> one nugget that kind of explains it all. Yeah. And, you know, life truly is what you make it, right? Life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. That's Hannah Montana. Oh. I feel like Hannah Montana because, you know, she was like, the other side, the other side, the other side of me. <laughs> I'm 22, so you have to forgive me. I watched Hannah Oh, Montana. I'm not going to forgive you. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not going to not forgive you. <laughs> That's cool. This is so... Hey, how you doing? Good. It's unlocked. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, that's the other beautiful thing, too, that I've noticed is that when, whenever I'm, it's so funny because it's happened time and time again where someone is there who their arms are full and, and I just happen to be here and I go, let them in in the door. And there have been times where I come up from the grocery store, my arms are full, someone happens to be there, let me in. It's like, the, it just yep. keeps giving it back and forth to each other. Yep. Or if, uh, I forget the code to get in, so I'd be like, hey, Yes, go. yes. Astounding. Astounding. My goodness, my goodness. These synchronicities, they are amping up, man. Amping up. Especially since after meeting the uh, the Mayans. My goodness, man. The Mayan Heart Festival, I just know that's going to be spectacular. Um, what I'm going to include in this podcast next since tomorrow is Thanksgiving and I don't know if I'll be making a podcast during Thanksgiving I might who knows by the end of the day I'm going to uh, include next a song that I created a number of years ago when my brother and sister-in-law and I think it was even before my little niece was born Ella was born. Uh, it's called I Am Thankful. And it's sort of a, it's a Thanksgiving song. And in light of the extraordinary conversation that just transpired, um, I think we ought to go ahead and play that for you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving Eve.
time has now arrived yet once again for us my dearest friends we're gathered here to share the wisdom we've culminated through the year I am thankful, I am grateful, you are full of something special. I am wishful, I am dreamful, you are full of supernatural. The your life is quite a miracle when you think about what you went through to be here now and all the lives you've touched long years it's amazing to know what you do and you don't know I am thankful I am great you are full of something special I am wishful, I am dreamful You are full of supernatural Supernatural